Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, 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 hello. So it's the traditional running commentary marathon pre-brief. Pre-marathon jamble around Clissold. I really need to talk to you about not just my marathon, but my coming weeks. But we're going to try and uh, on our gentle taper run, just a shorter soft surfaces loop, triple loop for Clissold Park. We'll see what we can tap into that might help you in your upcoming marathon or other event, should you be doing... Lot Some of, such lot of people thing. doing spring marathons yeah. Yeah, around this time. Yeah. I think here's something I'll jump Various straight in Various marathons exist. I think I'm better at tapering than it used to be. Go it's on. quite a complicated notion to taper, or rather, it's a simple notion, but it's hard to action it because there's a dynamism to it, you know? It isn't just stopping running. It isn't just eating pizza. No. It's about a kind of gentle fade. Yes. From pushing it down to saving it, it's about without changing too much too quickly. It's about having faith in your training. That's the good thing about it. Is it? It's always a great phase if you feel you've earned your taper. Yes. If you feel you've done everything necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's different. If, but if you feel like I'm kind of tapering, but I still need to train because I've missed a, I missed a month, and I'm like, then. That, that's that quite hellish, actually. Yeah, because you don't know where you are, and it's you know. too late. You know, the yeah. train, your body, your body dictates the taper. Yeah. So you can't think, oh well, I have to do my 22 miles four weeks late or whatever. It yeah, I'll do it 10 sense. days before, and it makes no difference or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that really is something to watch. Yeah, so it's it's, it's talking it's taper. is saying peak mileage, feeling really fit, feeling like you could do the marathon today. Yeah. About three weeks before the marathon. Yeah. And then that first week of the taper. It's tough, isn't it? Because you don't want to stop. You don't want to drop off a cliff. No. You probably won't change anything you're eating. The only real difference that first week is you're starting to do less miles rather than more. Come come off mileage a little bit. Not not loads, but if you're used to doing 50 miles a week, you'll probably come down to late 30s maybe or even mid-30s. Yeah, like my age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I keep telling myself that. (laughs) It's interesting. We were talking before about the weather. How uh, the weather can be with spring marathons. Running here in Clissold Park, I remember 
just before that really hot London Marathon, I think it was 2017. Yeah. When it was all warnings and stuff. I literally did my last shortest run, my little 5K. Yeah. I think on the Thursday. Right. For the London Marathon on the Sunday. And uh, it was boiling hot weather. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, good, I'll get used to this. But you can't really, can you? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> There's nothing to be done. But it's a, it's a very... Uh, there's something very optimistic about a spring marathon, isn't it? When you've yeah. been training out all winter and then you get those first bursts of spring. Yes. How inciting with the marathon. Something very optimistic about yeah, the timing I mean, of a spring marathon. Sometimes it'll actually happen on the day. You kind of yeah. get out there and it's cold and grey. And then as you finally do this thing you've been warming towards for four months or whatever, the, 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 you, all these people coalesce around you. You feel this yeah. warmth. Yes. Actually, first of all, a theoretical warmth. Then a sunshiny warmth. Yeah. And then you start thinking, I should have brought sun cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Bright Marathon in particular, it being the beginning of April, is uh, it's cuspal. Yes. I mean, we're all about the cusp at the moment, but it's true, isn't it? Yeah. So You never quite know what you're going to get, do you, though? Well, let's get back into it. You've, you've, well, we'll let's chat about the taper first. Yeah, so. I just want to talk about that last week, though. So the middle week is... is it's very Goldilocks, isn't it? So you yeah. stay, one week is you wind back your mileage, you stay, keep doing your stretches, keep yeah. just eating well. Second week, I still again, won't change what I'm eating much. No, but again, you're dialing down your mileage. Still. Yes, I get yeah. the mileage down. If to 50 about miles 50 is your peak week, I'd, go, I'd get down to... About 20, 25? Yeah, I wouldn't go further than 25, two yeah. weeks out. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think I'd go... 50, in the four weeks of the marathon, 50, 35, 25, 15. Yeah. But then that 15 is it's, max. It's the week of the marathon. And that's the week of the marathon, yes. isn't it? Yes. So you do 26, that ends up being a 40-mile week. It's <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and actually, I would favour, particularly as it's my rhythm anyway, I would favour the early part of the week. Right, yeah. You know, it's more, not so much the mileage as a sense that you actually Ooh. taper down the runs. Yeah. So go out on the Monday and do like a normal run. Maybe six, seven miles if that's what you do. And then when you go, if you would do that again on Wednesday, go out and just stop and go home after four. Yeah. You know? Go out on Friday, run a mile and then stop. You really yeah. are trying to leave yourself Get your thinking. Trainers. Yeah, you yeah, want yeah, to yeah. leave your legs thinking, I thought we were going to run. I'm ready yeah. to run. <laughs> and you've also got that sort of, you might have a, an, an expo to go to or some sort of registration that can be, can be quite draining if yes, you don't watch yourself. Right. It's, that's the complicated one. Travel, pre, really got to rest, pre race, tired stuff. out, and trying to rest and not be tired out can leave you feeling stressed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is really difficult. I think sleeping is the is really key with that because it's very important to make sure you get enough sleep. You know, be be bold about claiming a lay-in or a nap if yeah. if you have to kind of request those from the family or whatever. Yeah. But on the other hand, remember that. You can't do all this in the last 36 hours before the race. Yeah. If you get a good night's sleep Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's great. And then start A, stressing and B, being too busy or having to get up too early in the morning to sleep well on the Friday, Saturday nights. Don't stress it. Don't worry too much. Yeah, yeah. Because that's... The, the night before yeah. is never... You, could, you can't expect a good night's sleep the night before a marathon. No, no. The same with the food. I think I... Excuse the street clean, cleaner here. The sun is shining here today. It is, yeah. Um, it's very wet underfoot. The um, what Rene McGregor said: a 
which is that in terms of carb loading, there's two very specific things about carb loading that we've talked about before, but always bear repeating. One is, it's not a question of eating loads of bread or pasta. It's a question of just slightly recalibrating the food the proportions yeah, within yeah. what you'd normally have. Yeah. So just, to, just for the mass of it, if you would normally have sort of equal amounts, sausages, green vegetables and carbs, then have one less sausage and have a bit more carbs. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And healthy carbs are much better. You want brown rice and jacket potatoes. And yeah, pasta's not bad, but uh, it's not just for the gluten-free among us. Wheat is more complicated because it's, uh, it's, you need other things with it to digest right. it well. Yeah. But yeah, the second really important thing, and it kind of ties in with that really, is you want to be doing that three days out. So really we're talking Monday to Thursday before a marathon on a Sunday. And the nice thing about that is that means it's normal life. Yeah. Like you say, it's not about buying a, no big changes. You don't have to eat a pizza at the expo. This is about saying, hey, on Wednesday, let's have a jack of potatoes. Yeah. You know, it's that. It's that and you think it's sort of uh, because it's not about the really important thing that I didn't know years ago is that you're not giving yourself loads of fuel. You're putting carbohydrates in your body because they stop the build of lactic acid in your muscles. Right. So you don't need you don't need more food. You're going to burn all your fuel anyway. You do, f and I do think you feel the difference. I must say. Yeah. I do think it's effective. I mean, it used to be that you'd massively reduce your carbs Monday to Wednesday. Yeah. And then overload, but that feels too extreme for most people. Yeah, and I think just actually, just increase it. It's probably a run up to the same. It's just a grabby way of doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reason that would work is clarity. But really, I think if you, the difference whether you eat rice or not on the Monday when you're having your yeah. jack potatoes on a Wednesday, it's yeah. just, get, if in doubt, keep it sensible and yeah. steady. I think there was an idea that you depleted your stores and then there was some sort of overcompensation going on. Yeah. But it all felt a bit, I mean, this a was, bit austere. This was between the wars. This, was, a, this you, was mid 80s. You were supposed to cut extremism. down to like no more than 40 yeah. cigarettes a day as well, weren't you? Yeah. Back then. There was definitely a no fags policy. <laughs> wow. That must have cut out your fags the last few days. It wow. really hurt a yeah. lot of people. <laughs> What's the point? And then they, everyone would meet on Friday for cough yeah. up. Yeah. Pre marathon cough What's up. What's the point if you can't have a fag? <laughs> fag and chips. <laughs> I had some chips the other day. Oh, yeah. When I was at the seaside. Nice, yeah. I thought I'd have a lovely portion of chips. And you know what? Yeah. They're never as good as those first three, are they? No, and also, but nice though. Yeah, kind yeah. of the saltiest thing you'll ever eat. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, chip shop chips. Was this? Was I've this? I've never been so thirsty in my life. Was this when you were down south on the on the on the model train on I your thought own? I, I, I developed. A t I should have had the <laughs> chips on the model train. Shouldn't yeah, I? yeah, yeah. Boop yeah. boop. Who's that guy? Right. I don't know, but he's <laughs> definitely living his best life. That's right, mate. <laughs> Lots of salt and vinegar. <laughs> Poop, poop, chips on the train. Throws chip to seagull. <laughs> yeah. You'll be my friend. Yeah. They're my friend, see? <laughs> poop, poop. Shh. Thomas the Tank Rob goes Rob to the, the park sad rod. <laughs> Great. So, okay, I'm going to make a block shift now. Gear change. Go on, then. 
complicated. Brighton for me. Yes. Because well, it's not Brighton. It's still Brighton. I've right never there. done Brighton. It's, an, no. it's a sort of. It has a weird place in the running folklore, doesn't it, Brighton? It's a, well, it's a slightly mudded history as well. That's, that's true. It didn't happen this year. That's yeah. right. Which is all kinds of complicated financial. Yes. Dodgy. Which is funny because it's like New York, that isn't it? Is it because Brighton and Hove is such a. It's a city that, to the point of almost being a mini-state. Yes, you yeah. These things that get can get a bit, you know, it's the wildlands of Brighton. Yeah, but um, and also, you know, obviously Brighton is a vibe, as they say, and one that I absolutely love. Yeah, all very much tied in with this particular Brighton Marathon, running it for, in memory of Phil Jarrett, who's yes, of you know, course, yeah. he, he was such a Brightonian, and. Yeah. A big part of that was what a lovely, lovely, lovely man he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Anyway, I think in terms of the event, from our experience of Brighton, the Brighton Marathon, and running events and life, is that on the one hand, it's it's got that wonderful proper locality that you get. You get it in from the Great local, North Run, yeah, where it feels like you're just sooner or later. It's like you feel like, even if it's not true. You feel like if you live up there, sooner or later you're going to run the Great North Run. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. matter what your fitness is, it doesn't matter you to run, it doesn't even matter how far it is, it's just part of life. Yeah. And in a funny kind of way, that's one of the most wonderful things about the London Marathon, because everyone goes on about it, and people who've run marathons have a place go, oh, we go to London Marathon. But that's what's magical about the London Marathon, because London isn't that place. Yeah. London is a disparate kaleidoscope of a city. So one event that brings everyone together in a celebratory way is it's really good for us. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I think that Brighton has that element. You know, I think there's lots of people running the Brighton Marathon who are from in and around Brighton. Yes. And it's got a very... It's got a, stra- a, 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 a flavour to it, yeah. But on the other hand, unlike the Great North Run, well, it's, it's twice as far as the Great North Run. Yeah. And... It's not an easy marathon. And it's quite a tricky course, isn't yeah, it, as far so as I understand it? There's that element which, again, ties it in with London a bit, I think. It's quite an easy marathon to break yourself on the wheel of, I'd say. Right. And uh, Because? Because it's long very... Long stretches of yeah, it's hard. toughness. And yeah. also maybe because it starts in town and then starts putting in legs to make it far enough. Right. So if you haven't, it's amazing how, even if you're not running your first marathon, especially if you are, you can put all the training, all the energy, everything in. Yeah. And have a wonderful time. Yeah. And then you turn around and you've run 14, 15 miles. Yeah. And you've got the rest of the bloody thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I don't know if that's, I'm sure that other people have an absolutely wonderful time in Brighton, but for me, last year, and I loved it, so I've got absolutely no regrets. And specifically, I went in open-eyed about not being fit. You know, I just had COVID. Yeah. Not only had I missed loads of training, I just wasn't completely yes. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just, doing the running, I knew I, could, I knew I could do it. You know what I mean? I just felt like I still had a kind of base Yeah, I mean, you're fitness. never crazily unfit, are you? There's always a, yeah. there's always a base. And, yeah. uh, and then I went there, and it was so exciting. I went off really fast, felt really good. And I have to say, you know, listeners will go, oh, Here he there goes he goes. Again. Yeah. But I think it was a, it was a much more knowing going off fast. Yeah. I thought, well, maybe I can do it. Maybe I can get this thing, get maybe this thing done. Maybe I can get it done and dusted. Because I haven't spent that much time on my feet. You know? Get them for dinner, yeah. And I would say, 
there was quite a lot in that. I really enjoyed the first half. It's quite hilly, the first half. And I loved it, and it was great. Yeah. And, uh, and then the second half, you got a really long out and back into Hove and back to the fringes of Brighton. And that's a tough one, because it's a long, gentle hill. So on the ground, it's slightly challenging. And also, you can see it. Yeah. You can see people coming back towards you. And it's like... It's shares some DNA with the trip out to Docklands at London Marathon. But that bit where you can see people come the other way, yes, it's yeah. all about that. Yeah. It goes on for miles. And that's quite tricky, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's just that moment where you start where the marathon starts to bite. Yeah. The 15 yeah. mile. It mark. does, yeah, 15, 16. Yeah. yeah. It's a deceptive stage of the marathon. Yes, marathon. exactly. Because then there's another out and back. I mean, they might change the course slightly. I think I heard tell. If anyone knows what they're talking about, feel free to get in touch. I'm sure I'll find out on the day. But um, when you get back down to the seafront, you turn right, and then you've got another hairpin ahead of you. Yeah. And that's very challenging too. But funny enough, I was more ready for that one. Because A, I knew it started at around 20 miles. Yeah. And B, I'd just been warned. Yeah. The sense of it going out to Shoreham and kind of away from people and stuff. And, uh, and also, I suppose, when I hit that 15-ish, I knew I could feel myself fading, but I still had hope of still slamming out a hard marathon. Yeah. Whereas when I got to... Slam, 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 doink. Here we go. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When I started walking around 21, yeah. there was a big part of me that really wanted to just carry on running, run to the end. And I literally said, walk now, because you'd never know. You might die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your hands feel funny. Things happen. Things happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw, and I saw that everything's yeah. happening everywhere all at once. Exactly. Yeah. My fingers were feeling quite weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I saw that young guy collapse, and I thought, I bet he felt good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Or at least determined. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so then I had a great finish where I eventually started running it again around 24, ran all the way to the finish line, and that was the best lesson because. That was like the bravest thing I've done because that was every step was a. Well, I just didn't have any anything, yeah. you know. But I, I ran it because of vanity, really, because we're on the front and everyone was there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, went home, and got bum shingles. So that's last year's front marathon. <laughs> 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 and uh, so this year, the, I'm much The main fitter, goal is to avoid shingles. And I'm also scared. I'm scared of it. So it's very hard to know from with it nearing. Yeah. You know, in terms of gold, silver, bronze, I really, I really need to get my thoughts straight about what I want from it and how I'm going to get it, you know? Right. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it, gonna get it. So what are you after? Well... What are you thinking? I think... What's your notion? It's very important to me to take it easy. Um, I'm not going for a fast time. Because you're sort of seeing this as part of ultra prep, really, aren't you? Yes, that's right. Yeah. If I'm gonna so run... it's more the feeling that you finish with is the thing that you're after. Yes, and if I could control my running very carefully this year... I run a fast marathon in the autumn. Right. And you, these are yeah, okay. These are all training runs. Okay. And now let's look at what would happen if I. The difficult thing is, I mean, training pretty hard and I'm pretty fit. Yeah. So if I had nothing, if I was prepared to risk bum shingles, if I wasn't shaken up after last year, I could go down to Brighton, give it some. Yeah. And you know, there's the possibility I'd come in around. 3.35, 3.40. Right. I'm not going to do that. I need to put right. that away. That's not going to happen. Yeah, okay. Um, on the other hand, in my time, in my last marathon, New York Marathon, four and a half hours. That yeah. hot London Marathon, four hours 20, something like that. Yes. These are my slowest marathon times. But I can't, I don't want to plan for that because... Um, those were basically because I broke and then they, 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 they were break. They were breaker marathons. Yeah. I want to run all the way. Yeah. So, so you're looking about four. I want to do sub four. Right. Which is a difficult thing to aim for, but I've done it in the past. The way I've done it in the past is podcasting. Yes. We well, we, we did a just sub just four. Just sub four when we podcasted together. That's right. And it felt really comfy, didn't it? Yeah. And I also did just sub four in, in my crazy um, autumn, audacious yet effective. 21 plan. Yeah. Where I ran York fast. Yes. Then two weeks later ran London yeah. talking to you on the phone and recording my podcast. Yeah. See, that one, that is, I think, the model. Because I was there on my own. I was taking it easy. Yeah. And, and was aware of doing that. You know, like, specifically, we started on the phone. Yes. So I'm not going to go off at a sprint. No, 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 no. Um, and yet, coming through the middle and through 15, I'm like... Uh, is it bad that I'm doing, that I'm running faster than I would yeah. be in the yes, park with Paul? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was, I think, yeah, it was something not much under four. So all I've got to do really is work out how to bottle that again. Timing-wise, it means keeping. Well, maybe we should do a little. should all be at nine something. Right. Should we do a bit of a podcast? Yeah, well, it depends. I don't know if you're going to be around. Right. Okay. If you're around for. A, phone call, I say let's yes. do it. Yeah. Um, well, we'll talk about that. I've got to yeah. talk about the logistics. Yeah. But uh, it really throws up. They're pretty tricky, those, for me, because I've got to get from the uh, kitchen to the front room. Right, yeah, it's tough Whilst talking you, to you <laughs> without jeopardising the, uh, the reception. Yeah. It can be pretty tricky, that one. And you've got to keep, 
doing the housework and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty tough. I remember last time we did it, it was really tough for you because you just won an award. Yeah, yeah. What a nightmare. <laughs> just like a Gotta do <laughs> Got to do the tidy up taper. Yeah. Around the house. This is so fantastic running around. There's also something psychological. We were talking the other day about me running. You know, getting under it when you run loads of miles on your own. I don't know how many times we've come around the park. This I just don't know. Yeah. We're, we're on the second one? This is our second time. Okay, good. Yeah. That's great that I didn't yeah. know, isn't it? It's much easier, isn't it? So, it's quite strange. We'll come back to me. This gold silver bronze thing is very difficult from here. But, um, and particularly as my advice is no use to anyone. Let's talk about, aside from taper, coming up to marathon, what to take to the start line. Yeah. How people in general should think about this stuff. Well, I mean, there's, the start line's a weird one, isn't it? Because there's, there seems to be an increasing fashion of getting people to the start line earlier. Yes. And leaving them waiting. Less so in, in Brighton, I've found. Right, okay. I think there's a sense that because it's in town, there's an assumption that you're there in town. Right, okay. It's not far. Okay. And they work. Well, it's that's a little good. bit more like, well, that's it's good. bigger scale, it's earlier, but it is a bit like a run-through event. Right. In that there's corrals. Okay. They bring people in and send them off. Well, so that's, that's good, because it can be, that's like loads say, better, yeah. can be very stressful and I very cold. I must say, I would, around waiting to I would hate that. I would yeah. hate getting there early and waiting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the other fundamental thing, like with the sleeping we were talking about, is... You've got to forgive yourself if things are stressful, really. Yeah. You know, it's, it, on the one hand, know on paper that getting stressed before the marathon is fairly unhelpful. Just wasted it's energy. It's just wasted it? energy. Yeah. On the other hand, when it happens, forgive yourself. Yeah. Put it back at arm's length. And don't, just, don't stress about getting stressed. Exactly. Yeah. And the key thing to remember is that everything you do from the most sensible to the most silly, all of it, it's just going to get you started. Yeah. You're like an elastic band being pulled back and everything, all your training, your taper, everything you've eaten that last week, that's the elastic band being pulled back. Yeah. And then the first, whatever, 10 miles, 13 miles, 15 miles, 18 miles of the marathon is that elastic band going pewing past your yeah. hand. Yeah. And by the time you need to know what you need to know, You'd just be flying wobblingly through the air. Yeah. You'll like soon be you'll band. soon be running. Yeah. It's a simple thing. And it should be a relief to be running. Yeah. You know? Because at least then you're dealing with the task at hand. And even then, you gotta work on being in the moment. It's actually surprisingly difficult to run those first few miles of a marathon. Because you're going to tend to be up in your head. Yeah. Thinking about yes. whether you're tired, how you feel, what's hurting, what's happening. Times and paces. Yeah. And, and also it's a stage where you're closer to loads of people as well. So yeah. that can bring tension. Yeah. Try and enjoy them. Try yeah, and it's be best with to them. shout at them and elbow them. And some kind of row. Take them down. Yeah. yeah. Get them in a headlock and run them into the railings. Trip hazard. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> You're so handy. It's so good to have you here for this. Take like a stun gun or some, some kind of taser. Taser, yeah. Yeah. Great. Coming through. <laughs> <laughs> St. John's evidence. Awkward. This guy, I tasered this guy. Yeah. Yeah, so in terms of to the start, taking things to the start, it's getting things like hydration right, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. I'm not stressing too much about that either. You no, know? that's right. You can't, it's a bit like going back to what you were doing, all your carb loading, kind of one meal. You, 
you can't, you know, don't drink three litres of water at the start because no. you're just wasting two and a half litres of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It'll mean just, you're sprinting to the first loo, loo break. Yeah. Just be ready, you know, that morning. Don't change things up. If you always have a coffee before you run, have a coffee before you run. Yeah. If you're having some breakfast, good, have some breakfast. But yeah. Don't have a full English because... If you want to go to work, sure, go to work. What are you doing? You've got a marathon. <laughs> got a ch- oh, yeah. Sunday, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's Sunday. What are you on about? <laughs> and uh, What a lovely day today. Yeah, just be cool. Keep it as normal as possible. Yeah. And uh, I think the trick is with all that exciting stuff, what's it going to be like? Who else is there? Where are you? What about this town? Just externalise. Be in the world. Yeah. With and near the other people. Talk try to not people. To be, yeah, try not to yeah. be in your head thinking. Um, yeah. um, um, because that's all you'll really be thinking. Yeah. Everyone's thinking the same, isn't it? Everyone's feeling vaguely stressed. Really wants to have a good run. Yeah. Don't know whether they're going to. And you can have people as well who've done. You know, I've met people in the train on the way to London Marathon who've done loads of training, convincing going to get 2:45. Yeah. Everything goes wrong. They're coming at 3.25. Yeah. You just do not know. No. There's, there's a lot of things can go oh, wrong it's the and birth, right. It's the birth plan analogy, yeah. which has yeah. kept been with us since the very first days of running commentary. It's really great to have a birth plan when you're about to have a baby. Yeah. And you have to understand that the chances of that birth plan going out the window yeah. are about... Yeah. It's just, it's about 80% chance you're going to throw your plan out yeah. the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you do exactly what you want... It's not going to feel like you imagined it was yeah. going to feel. And also, it's <laughs> worth saying that if you are due to have a baby that morning, don't run the don't marathon. Don't run the marathon. Yes. Yeah, yes. It's an yeah. analogy yeah. for goodness <laughs> sake. <laughs> I've got my plan. Are you sure you should be running this morning? That's an incredible. <laughs> my water's broke. <laughs> Excellent. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's a weird one. How long so, was the labour? 355. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, what are you going to call it? Going to uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, but going to uh, the start with like t-shirts that you're going to throw away and all that stuff. It's all it can get a bit emotional, can't it? Yeah. Sort of you got to be careful that you're wearing rubbish t-shirts if you can get rid of them before the race or yeah. whatever it is, you know. It can all be a bit much. Yeah. Just take it easy. Do whatever you do to be calm, you know. Yeah. Three deep breaths. Having being with the person you're with. I think one of the things in Brighton is. Remember that Brighton itself, if you know and love Brighton, which everyone does. Yeah. The city centre, the seafront, just to the west of the pier, that's going to look after you. Yeah. So what you're going to do is you're going to hit, you're going to be whistling around town, passing the pavilion, going, oh, it's Brighton, it's Brighton. And then you're going to head out east and come back. So it's about the halfway stage. You actually come down along the front by the two piers. Right. So take stock. Yeah. Feel bright and feel the love. Yeah. Think this is great. Ideally, you're still feeling strong. And what are the crowds like at Brighton? Wonderful, lovely. Yeah. You know, and that's the heart of them. Yeah. Because you're near the finish line there as well. Right. And okay. you're in the heart of the city. Yeah. So there's crowds all the way. But look at, think of it as a kind of emotional staging post because it's going to be actually halfway. But also, you're in the heart of the best bit of the city. Yeah. Then you get your head down. You do the two. If you can get through those two hairpins and don't forgive yourself if they're hard because they just are yeah then you get back once again to the front to finish 
just like Which in London. Which is great, yeah. You're getting back into the Lovely. heart of the city for the last two miles. And no matter how you feel, it's going to bring you in. Yeah. Yeah. The last two miles of the marathon are quite a sort of magical space, really, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, because you suddenly realise you're going yeah. to do it. Yeah. Even while at the same time thinking you can't no, possibly do it. It doesn't even feel like conflict. It's both things yeah. are true at once. And again, it, that, that returns us to the... Uh, comparison with childbirth because it's the same with that as well yeah the closer you get to the kid arriving the less you think it's going to happen yeah but of course happen. of course it's going to happen i can't believe this is going to yeah. happen <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. also it's worth saying now have a little plan be good to yourself after the race if yeah. you can if there's someone else who can be good to you after the race who can come and look better. after you yes because again you might not want to do what you thought you wanted to do yeah. you've got someone don't make too many big plans yeah if you, so you're meeting all your mates in the pub and you want to have a big meal and you don't want to yeah. be with someone who can phone them up and yeah. take you somewhere else come and get me you know yeah. my wife was there at the end of the came down to Brighton and found me at the end last time and she had a sandwich made for me which at first I didn't want and then I did and yeah. frankly if she hadn't been there I'd just still be sitting yes. near the finish yeah, yeah, line yeah. of Bright Marathon going, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do yeah. <laughs> to this day. So try for that. And make sure there's milk at home when you get there. Yeah, well, this make is the sure thing. Make sure there's stock with milk this in the fridge. You can have a cup of tea. If you want a cup of tea, That's Alicia. Really expe- I've just run a marathon. You'd be amazed. Well, there's no milk. You'd be amazed <laughs> at how that'll make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and take it easy. Look after yourself in those yeah. first few hours, those first few days. Um, and enjoy it enjoy it enjoy the post run glow as well that space cadet glow and wear your medal yeah well, well it's actually hurting you keep wearing yeah. that medal it's a badge of pride yeah that's the Deering family rule you wear your medal the rest of the day around the town around the house yeah. people are gonna, strangers are going to congratulate you yeah children are going to say <laughs> oh look at that what's oh. that why is everyone northern? <laughs> it's your northern fault. impressed with that. I hate yeah. you. Can't help myself. Um, also, in Brighton, there's a tra- range track, so expect not to be able to get to anywhere. Oh, yeah, you won't be able to get there. Yeah. You live in Brighton now. Yeah. <laughs> Make plans to oh, move. Oh, and if you're in Brighton the night before. Make plans before, to you, move to Brighton. I'm doing a, a marathon special gig. So come down to Comedia. Come see oh, me. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Oh, or not. Yeah. Don't do that if you're not feeling it. For yeah. goodness sake. And I almost dare bring it. Wasn't there some problem vis-a-vis the length of Brighton? Am I making that up? In the past, there has been. Right. They've reviewed the course. It's only 200 metres, I mean. It's now run by... It's been picked up by TCS, hasn't it? Right. Or someone international and very solid. Right, Okay. So it's going to be... Yeah. um, You can expect the full distance. Don't get me wrong, I'm hoping it's slightly short. Yeah. (laughs) Because... yeah. Otherwise, it's bum shingles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Now, here's a question. Go on, then. It's another question about me and my running, but that's where we're at. What are you going to do? Yeah. I'm just going to take a photo. Um, so let's assume right now, for the sake of argument, that I do Brighton like that. I get there, do it in nine-something minute miles, come yeah. in. Somewhere a little under four. Yeah. And afterwards, I don't feel ill. I feel, you don't feel fine. Awful. Yeah. I've got the London Marathon three weeks later. Right. Right? Now, yeah. I, uh, I've done this kind of thing twice before. Yeah. Two weeks from York to London. Brilliant. Felt great. Felt like I'd literally not, done not a training a problem. run. Right. Three weeks 
from London to New York. Mm. I was blasé. I put on weight. Right. And uh, New York was tough. Yeah. Really, really tough marathon. Right. What would what do you think I should be aiming for for that for my three week break? Mm. I would obviously the week after is sort of rest recuperation and you're running very easy very very easy yeah probably nothing over four four or five miles yep and that's by the end of the week I'd probably do a sort of cosy 12 in that mid in that second Sunday maybe yeah just something like that just a little bit of reacquaintance it feels like there should be a hump doesn't it like we're talking about tapering it feels like I should recover yeah, run at kind of do a little bit of training, but not loads. Though. I mean, not yeah. not nothing ramped up. Like a toe in the water of yeah. training in the yeah. middle of the week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. With a view to probably to as much as anything to see where I'm at. Yeah, and to put the brakes on any real sense of freedom. You know, I might yeah. be post post marathon do chill I out, just be chill out, weight gain, bloating. I don't think I yeah. realise exactly how easy it is for me to put on weight when I'm not running. Right. I could put on a stone between those marathons without yeah. blinking. Yeah. So that's one to watch. And that's going to really hurt you. It will change everything. Hurt your running, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. And then... And then a week's kind of... It's not resting up, tapering, however you want to describe it. It's... You know, it's obviously very close to run a marathon three weeks apart. But yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that middle week you've got to take care of. And then I would say... We totally, I'm just going to say this once and pretend I didn't say it. If I can keep the brakes on for uh, Brighton, then I might give it a bit of a run in London. Give it a bit of a welly. I wouldn't expect it to be super fast marathon because it's London. But I think a lot of people say if you're going to run two marathons back to back, the one where you give it your all is the second one, right? I think uh, London is quite, feels quite a fast course so doesn't it if yeah. you're in shape the voice you know think? ridiculously the voice in my head did just have to say to me yeah you are doing an ultra just after that though yeah all oh, right so it's still a training run yeah still yeah well that's it then. still a training run rob well that's it then yeah. for christ's sake yeah see what i mean about focus i need to sort myself out yeah here we are look sunshine sunshine on the wood chips that's I'm going to have plasters on my nips. That's great. Plasters on your nipples, guys. Well, and this Women, will be, I don't know This will be your, about that. That's this tough. will be your 21st it's and 22nd marathon. Yes. Right. Wow. That's right. Yeah. And I'll be using... That's enough marathon, bro. Enough. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a lot of them, isn't it? Yeah. You can sponsor me, by the way. Um, the... Uh, pages up on all my socials and I think I'm going to hit my target and it yeah. feels good. Hoping to see uh, uh, Phil's wife Beck right. and uh, Angela Barnes and uh, oh, that'll be nice. Matt on the course right. somewhere. Yeah. I said, do tell me where you are because otherwise I will sail past. Yes, of course. Even if you're going, if they're going, Rob, yes, yeah, it's yeah. us. Yeah. We're your friends. No. We're easy. in front of your eyes. Easily missed. Yeah. So, yeah. Any other tips? If you're listening to this and it still hasn't happened, get your, uh, get your tips on the, on, yeah. the, on the wall. Yeah. So, listen. How does it work with gold, silver, bronze then? Well, let's have for? a little think. I mean, I mean, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's almost because like 
And I'm just going to put this out there. This isn't what I'm saying. It's almost like my gold, silver, bronze aren't necessarily time related. In, well, and then or in the in in order, in time order. What? Well, what? <laughs> I'm, I'll be we reach new levels of obsession. I'll be disappointed in myself <laughs> if I go too slow or too fast. Right. Let's say I'm having a lovely time. Two fifty-two. What a downer. <laughs> no, but say I slam out and I think, yeah. No, it feels great. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do three something thirty-five. Right. And instead, I get cross with myself, walk a couple of miles. Oh yeah, yeah. And come in at three fifty. Yeah, that's that's. Which awful. if I run out of the way and I'm steady, and I come in at three fifty-eight, you feel yeah, you the feel latter, fine. Is, yes. is what I'm playing for. Yeah, it's, it's about feeling, isn't it? Yes. It's almost like feeling. Yeah. If you finish feeling strong and comfy and happy and optimistic, yeah. that's your gold, isn't it? Yeah, so gold, right, here we go, right? Yeah. Gold, 355, ran all the way. Yeah. Silver, yeah. 415, 420, yeah. ran all the way. Morning, mate. Right. Bronze, horrible day, bum shiggles. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look at that marathon. That, that marathon. I've just called a magpie marathon. That magpie there was sitting. Oh, there's two of them. Hooray! Two for joy. Morning, magpies. That was really good because she's running well there. A bit of threshold, I reckon. Yeah, that's good. Two magpies. Thank goodness. And did you see where they flew off from? No. The fence of the aforementioned. Oh right, yeah. Paddling pool. Oh, I think nice. that was last week we talked about that. I'm someone's mum. <laughs> Hello, I'm Summers, ma'am. <laughs> so, good luck to anyone yes. running good luck to anyone any marathon or any big run, any event yeah. in the coming weeks. Actually, it's very much the season. There's been some amazing PBs coming through. We'll collate all of those. And, yes, uh, we'll have a PB spectacular. <laughs> it's a shame when they get delayed, because there's definitely someone who got a new, much faster PB by the time we celebrated their PB. The yes, other. yeah. If yeah. you're going to be that impressive Multiple. and fast, what are you going to yeah. do? Who's, am I going to get a PB in Brighton? No, 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 no. No, I mustn't. And if you do, you'll be really annoyed. I'm so angry with myself. Really annoyed. Pretend. What the hell? Really annoyed. What the hell are you thinking? <laughs> what about bum shingles? <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 